Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Este episodio de Échale Podcast es traído a ti por McDonald's. McDonald's es más que un lugar de comida sabrosa. Es un lugar donde la gente conecta. No necesitamos otra razón para reunirnos en McDonald's, pero el crew sigue dándonos más. Si tengo que manejar una milla extra para llegar a McDonald's, lo hago. Es tu gente, tu comunidad y tu relación con el crew de McDonald's lo que hace que sea tú McDonald's. Como cuando decidieron celebrar el cumpleaños de mi hermano. Uno de los crew members se vistió de Ronald McDonald's y le causó un montón de alegría que eso se lo voy a agradecer siempre porque cada vez que paso por McDonald's yo digo, ahí fue una memoria familiar. Me acuerdo de la felicidad, la sonrisa de mi hermano pequeño para celebrar sus cinco años. Imagínate cómo estaba yo como hermano mayor que le había pedido hace algunos días al crew member que si me podía hacer este favor ya que mi hermano quería su celebración en McDonald's. Todos tenemos un McDonald's en nuestro barrio especial para nosotros. ¿Cuál es el tuyo? McDonald's, me encanta. Test, test, test. Check, check, check. All right, I'm gonna. As my brother always said, clap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Echale Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Quintero. Oye, today I'm really excited because you guys know that Echale is all about echándole ganas a la vida, echándole un poquito de, de, de desmadre también, porque en esta vida se viene a luchar y se viene a triunfar. And I'm really excited right now. I'm in Chicago. What am I doing in Chicago? I'm here for a radio conference. And within this radio conference, you get to meet a lot of other radio hosts. And one of the persons that when I heard him go up on stage and talk, he had one of the best radio voices I heard. And I was like, whoa, where is this God coming from? And I'm so happy to have Danny Romero. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. You know, Tego Calderon said, Echale Sazon. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Elvis Crespo said, uh, Echale Paca. Right? Yes, there so, you go. Just playing a little song association with your podcast name. Thank you so much for having me no, on. No, you brother. know what? I appreciate you taking the time to, to come up to my room because we're filming this in my hotel room. I was literally yeah. like telling you on the way over here, like, bro, you know what? I appreciate because a lot of people, if I were to t tell them like, yo, hey, I'm recording a podcast in my room. You want to come? Come to my room? Man? Yeah. <laughs> you know, after the whole Harvey Weinstein Me Too movement, yeah. I don't know if that flows, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's go ahead and also mention the elephant in the room because um, one of the most inspiring things about you Uh, aside that you have an amazing voice, aside that you do radio, aside yeah. of all the difficulties, you're an advocate for the blind community. Yeah, bueno, como yo soy ciego, I have uh, I have another avenue to explore, right? Yeah. And that avenue is to open doors for people after me, right? Like, I don't want to be selfish. I, I want to make sure that in this day and age, you know, radio has become so digital. And even with this podcast, you, you learn that it's become a visual thing. Yeah. So how do blind people get used to visual things? You know, uh, you know, being able to understand and have extra pairs of hands to say, hey, that looks good to go mm -hmm. out. You know, that's not going to ruin your brand. 
And so that's a risky thing. But then also software and radio stations and how we make that accessible. Yeah. You know, my goal, ultimate goal is to be on air. But if I can help out in that capacity, man, I, I just I want to be a game changer in that regard for, I, for an industry that I love so much. No, you know what? I think you are a game changer. You're disruptive. Just being here in this conference, uh, voicing your opinion, you're you're getting a seat at the table. People are seeing you, yeah. you know, for who, who you are. Definitely. So uh, I think that that's amazing. But I want to get to know you a little bit better because we met 15 minutes ago and I'm like, Seriously. yo, bro, are you down to do this podcast? He's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah man yeah i knew i loved radio since i was six years old mm. okay i was six i the only thing i had I, I lost my sight fully by five okay i was born with cataracts and uh, i lost my sight at around about two on, in one eye two or three i have a prosthetic in my right eye so it's funny if you look <laughs> my left eye is blue Okay. It's my real eye. Oh, really? But that's not my original eye color. So if you see my prosthetic eye, uh -huh. it's actually they modeled it after my original eye color, which was wow. brown. So a lot of people look at my left eye and they're like, oh, my God, you have such a beautiful blue eye. But that was through, <laughs> all, the, through all the surgeries and stuff like that, you know. But uh, I lost my vision by, fully by five. Mm. And I was fascinated by recording, like, wow. first. Like, my mom had me recording at, like, four years old, singing over salsa songs on those little sh shitty Fisher Fisher Price toy yeah, recorders, yeah, yeah. right? And so, like, I was fascinated. And then at six years old, I got this toy microphone. And I was shocked that they were making these. But I got this toy microphone that went on an FM frequency. Mm. And you could probably only yeah. hear it, like, the next house over. And nobody could hear your shit. But, yeah. but it was so cool that they had that because then I actually really got to play radio as a kid. So when I was seven years old, I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up in North Jersey. So I grew up right outside of Market One, mm. you know, right? At, I got all the New York stations. And so I came across a very legendary radio personality by the name of Elvis Duran. Wow. And Elvis Duran... Uh, would be the show I would listen to going to school and coming up. And then I heard what he was doing every morning, brother, and I was like, man, I want to do that. Like, there's a something about a, the connection that you have with the <laughs> listener, man. And uh, and so I, um, I just knew, like, since I was a kid, I was like, I want to do this. I want to make people laugh in the morning. I want to play games. They also used to have alcohol in the mornings mm, and chicken parm sandwiches and pizza uh -huh. and places bringing in good food from New York. And so, like, I'm like, who wouldn't want a job talking shit on the radio, getting fat and laughing for four hours and go home? Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to do that, right? Obviously, we've learned radio's way more than that. Of course. And so, you know, now it's, it's like a little pipe dream yeah. <laughs> to have that type of situation. But... That was the illusion I had as a kid. And so I just really took it serious, man. When I got computers, I started doing my own internet radio shows. Oh, wow. And I built a show about 10 years ago. It was called The Dan Show. It was mm -hmm. a bullshit-ass name. It was dumb. <laughs> but here's I, the thing. I, I kept going with it for so long. Radio personalities were starting to call in wow. willingly. Wow. Like, without me having to ask them or prompt them. And it was people from Elvis Duran's show. It was people from uh, some other radio shows around the country that were syndicated. Wow. And I was like, holy shit, like we're making it. It's getting traction. It's getting traction. So you want to know how it fell apart? How, well, okay. How? Yeah. Why? 
Bad news. What? One of my co-hosts got with the female co-host. Oh my gosh! That and usually they fucked my show over, man. I still resent them a little bit till this day. Okay, so your your show had three people in it. You being one of it, obviously. It was five, actually. Okay, it was five. I had three um, male. But they they took out the chemistry, basically. Literally, and yeah, they had it took two people. Yeah, it took two people to just ruin a machine. Tell me that they're at built. least together now. No. Oh my god. Nope. Really? Nope. Damn, she's, she's still in radio though and I love her with all my heart so shout out to you uh, you know who you yeah, are right? you know who you are <laughs> you destroyed it all I'm I love just you kidding. yeah <laughs> I do want to take it back a little bit and, and talk about because you said you lost your eyesight at five years old how yeah. was that as a five-year-old uh did you have any resentments towards a higher being did you have any like questioning like why is this happening to me type of scenario yo mi mamá es la puertorriqueña oh. okay and she let me be a kid you Ooh, know, like, dope. like I had the best support in the world. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, this is this is a story I always tell people, and, and I've started writing a book because I, I feel like, you know, I've been very fortunate. You know, I always ask people, like, if you can tell yourself, mm -hmm. if I died tomorrow, would I be happy with the life I've lived up to this point? I can say yes. And wow. if you can't, then you really have to change that. You have to change that. Because only you can make the life that you want. And so when I was when I was a kid, we had a pediatrician. We lost her to um, breast cancer. Her name was Dr. Katz. And she insisted. She would like lovingly yell at my mom, don't you dare put this kid in blind school. Mm. Don't put him in blind school. He is, there's nothing wrong with him. All he needs is to be around everyday sighted kids. And so my Powerful. whole school, I went to public school. I was around sighted kids. I had sighted friends. I didn't really know blind people until I started going to a camp. Mm. And then until I started getting on the internet. And that's when I found a whole other world of blind people. But that wasn't how I grew up. And so yeah. my mom let me be a kid, though. You know, she let yeah. me ride bikes. She let me ride scooters. She that's let me fall. Sad. She let me hurt myself, you know. And, and how did I come back from that? Well, I'm able to travel. I'm able to do everything that I wanted to do. You know, outside of high school, yeah. 11 years ago, I got to work for Mark Anthony in New York City. <laughs> what? And did you meet Jay? Was he with JLo at that time? I'm be so you ready. You ready for it? It was during the divorce. Oh. It happened right. I was there right what? when the divorce happened. What? Swear to you. And one of my jobs was actually to be on a tabloid watch uh -huh. for all the negative press that was coming out about Mark. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you know, that was an eye-opening experience for me because you know, everything I've always said, like my book, when I eventually get to finish my book, it's the main focal point is gonna be about manifestation. Mm. Because one of the things I always used to tell myself as a kid, even though I didn't go into New York a lot because my mom hates crowds, my mom hated that kind yeah. of stuff, but I always used to tell myself like, I'm gonna work in New York. Even if it's once, I'm going to work in New York. And Do you right have a title? Of, I'm sorry? Do you have a title for the book? Uh, not yet. Okay. Yeah. I, feel, yeah, I heard that's always the, like the hardest part. Yeah. You know, I've, I've played around with some titles. Um, I played around with some titles, but uh, I, I definitely have almost settled on um, my life is a book. Wow. Because I feel like everybody's life is a book, but it only take you know, only a certain amount put it in a book. Mm. And so I think really just drawing that in and being like, my life is a book. Yeah, well, mine, mine is too. Why is yours so interesting? And I feel mm. like that'll be a captivating title. But 
um that's that's a good while coming man because i have so many other projects under my belt and um and so many ideas and and then just being here at this conference and linking yeah. up with like-minded radio guys like yourself and and other people who really are passionate about the business it really has put a it, it lit a fire under my ass bro that's I'm amazing telling you, so I think that is the purpose of, of this conference. I, I think for me, every time I hear people who are on that panel, I'm like, why can't I be on that panel next year or a couple of years from now? That could be me if I keep pushing myself. And like you said, it lit a fire under my ass. And it was a, a, a reminder of like, hey, you need to start posting more. Hey, you need to start working on your content a little bit more. Hey, you need to start reaching out and collaborating with other people like I'm doing so with right you now. right now. Yeah. So, so it's really beautiful to also meet people from across the country who are still in radio and love radio because radio ain't gonna die and that is probably a, a, a huge focus uh, of this conference that a lot of people have been mentioning hey is radio a dying media you know it's funny you said that because i i struggle with that a lot and then i heard a panel today oh, yeah. we're recording this on a friday i heard uh, a panel today and one of the guys was like everybody always has always thought that radio was gonna die when records came out People yeah. thought radio was going to die. When CDs, tapes came out, people thought radio was going to die. When the internet came out, people thought radio was going to die. Radio's still here. Yeah. And it's not going anywhere. You know why it's not going anywhere? Why? Why? Because why? it's free. Because you can get in your car and you can turn it on. Yeah. Everything else you have to set up. Yeah. There is a process. Oh, yeah. You want to hear a song through Spotify? Oh, I have to hit the Bluetooth. Have to set up the Bluetooth with my car. Have to make sure that it's connected. Have to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a process with radio. You can turn it on and we're there. Yeah. We're in your ears. I mean, there's even a song, Video Kill the Radio Star. Video Kill the Radio <laughs> Star. And my it's man. amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing song. <laughs> I love that song. But I'm like, radio star still here, baby. That's right. <laughs> and, and the videos are gone. Exactly. And the video MTV doesn't play video. They should change their name. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I used to, I grew <laughs> up on MTV Tres. And like obviously growing up in Mexico, I would uh listen to and see the videos on on TV. Yeah. How how is that? I'm I've always been curious. When somebody goes completely blind, do their senses senses heighten? I think their senses senses become more focused mm. i don't think they're heightened like i think people have this misconception that you hear louder or like you know what i'm saying yeah. like you feel better than the next person yeah, <laughs> or you yeah, feel yeah. more um sensitively than the next person but i think it's just more heightened you know when i think of it as if you hear a bang mm. across the room yeah your first thing is to go look yeah what the hell was that where was it yeah I'm definitely going to turn my head in that direction, but I'm listening. I'm putting my ear out. What, what was that? So it's just as reflective. I'm just doing it a different way. You're yeah. using these. I'm using these. What are some other misconceptions that they have about the, the blind community? I think that, um, I think that we... <sighs> It's rooted out of ignorance, and so yeah. I understand it. But it's the, it's ultimately not asking for if somebody wants help. Mm. So like, I don't want to use the word consent because I feel like that word is used way too fucking much. But like more so, just like, hey, would you like some assistance? Instead of just grabbing somebody, 
Yeah. And do, I think people, do people don't do that oh, often. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my God, you're, you need help. Oh, yeah. You're like, yo, I, I, I can take care of myself. Oh, that yeah. stuff, right? Like, it's amazing some of the stuff people will say, you know, or some of the stuff people will ask you. You know, I've had people ask me, how do I have sex? Wow. I've had people ask my child's mom, how does he wipe his ass? Oh, you you I, have... I you have, have a daughter. Yeah, I have that's a daughter. amazing. Yeah, I have an eight-year-old daughter, man. She's beautiful. She's, she's uh, Her name is Melanie. And so, you know, I, I've lived life. Like, I've gotten mm. to the opportunity to live life. I've gotten the opportunity to shake hands with some amazing people. And that was because it was my hard work. You know, mm. I, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of a villain in the blind community for so long because mm. people were like, oh, you think you're better than a lot of us because of where you're going in your radio career. Mm. And I never, ever wanted anybody to feel like I was better than them. If anything, I'm trying to fucking fight for you. Yeah, you're because, being an advocate yeah, in a space bro. where it's not common for people in the blind community to be at. Yeah, and, you know, I've met a couple people here who are like, you know, there's blind guys. There have been a couple blind guys who have been doing radio for 30, 40 years. But if you think about it, they came into radio when CDs were mm. still a thing, when tapes were still a thing. So no, they weren't getting them brailed, but that it was definitely memorization. Yeah, you, It was physical media. It's not like today where it's all computers. So I think I'll be the first one and a pioneer in this iteration of radio. Mm, that's beautiful. When it's a digital, when it's all gone digital. Yeah, because you, know? you, you think of, like, I put myself in your shoes in the sense that if I had uh, your disability, it would be difficult. But I do have to say, when I was setting up all these camera equipment and using my laptop, and I'm like, oh, I got a dish in, and some of the equipment isn't working, who was helping me step by step? <laughs> my boy, Danny Rose. And I'm like, yo, how do you know, like... But uh, again, like you said, it's rooted in the ignorance. And yes, I am ignorant in the sense that like I didn't know how far your capabilities could go. And they and are huge. Everything like, is perception, right? Yeah. Like, And I'm glad you're having this conversation with me. So I, I appreciate No, it. absolutely, brother. Anytime. You know, I'm, I appreciate you being so open to ask me questions because people are just so nervous to even get to know me sometimes because they don't mm. want to offend. And I don't think you can offend if your intentions are right. Mm. I think that everything is intent. You ask questions with intent. You're asking me, how do you know? Not out of disrespect, but like, I, you probably are like, I had a tough time trying to figure all this shit out myself. And I've used it before. And I've used it before, right? And so there's this surprise. And so I don't take it as disrespect. Everything is intent. Now, if you come up and you say, how are you supposed to know that? You're blind. Uh, That's a whole different story. Because, like, <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah. You know, so... I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Seriously. I did. I had a question growing up. Obviously, one part of it being um, young at five, going blind. But being Latino, because nosotros los Latinos somos mucho de carrilla. Sí. I mean, yo soy mexicano, you're uh, Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican y colombiano. Colombiano, parcero. Mm -hmm. yes, I told him my whole story. Like, <laughs> I have a past life from Antioquia. So, for all Colombian people, parceritos. Yes, I sir. love los, las bandejas paisas. They're all mine. Oh, bandejas paisas. <laughs> Yeah, but how is that in, in a Latino community? Because I can see it go both ways. Being from so much love and support to being super carrilla, uh, uh, offensive within your primos, primas, etc. 
You know, bro, I was very fortunate. I grew up in the East Coast, right? Hola, ¿qué tal? Te saluda José Quintero y espero que estés disfrutando del podcast. Pero quiero platicarte de mis amigos de Cox. Cox sabe que tu familia no para. Por eso ofrece nuevos paquetes de internet que te brindan la misma velocidad y flexibilidad que esperas de Cox. Además, Panoramic Wi-Fi está incluido en algunos planes sin costo adicional. Es internet que sigue tu ritmo. Todo sin contrato anual, que significa que no hay molestos cargos por terminación anticipada. Desconéctate de tu rutina, pero no de tu Wi-Fi cuando estás fuera de casa. Cox te da acceso a más de 3 millones de hotspots de Wi-Fi. Después de un largo día, reúne a la familia para una noche de películas con Contour Stream Player. Disfruta de deportes en vivo, tus programas favoritos en Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus y más con apps de streaming populares. Conoce más en cox.com diagonal español. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your sense of try. I'll ask you, what have you always wanted to try? There are many things that I'd like to try, but let's go ahead and unleash your thirst with Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea to ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. So take this as your sign to try something else, like this voice I'm making. It's a little softer, more gentle. Tiene más pasión. So try Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea and then try something else. What makes you truly satisfied in life? What have you always been hesitant to try? Take that risk because life is too precious to not try something new. Because trying is what life is all about. So I ask you again, what have you always wanted to try? Just remember, Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your thirst. Try Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea and then try something else. Because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea. All right, all right. You guys know that it's been a little hard for me to find mi media naranja. And I've been looking and looking y no la encuentro. And this pandemic has really not helped. But one thing that I have been trying is Chispa. It's the number one dating app for Latinos on the basis of shared culture and values. O sea, para mis mexicanos, para mis salvadoreños, venezolanos, colombianos. There's a media naranja for you out there and it's on Chispa. It's very simple to use. Just make an account and just download the app. You have nothing to lose. Give it a shot. Something amazing can come out of it. Imagine how annoying it is going to a family party que los tíos te pregunten, ¿y la novia pa' cuándo? Well, now you can change that. And guess what? It's absolutely free. Entonces, ¿qué esperas? Get Chispa right now y encuentra tu media naranja. Checate Chispa and tell your single friends too because they deserve their media naranja too. In the East Coast, a fuck you means I love you. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if, <laughs> yeah, again, exactly, fuck you means I fucking love you, right? <laughs> and so the reality is, is I've been able to see exactly what I was talking about a second ago is intent. Mm. The, the one thing that I always have difficulty with in, um, in Latin communities is Latin um, families, the Latin community is very... They're overly helpful sometimes. Yeah. And it's kind of demeaning the way they talk mm. to you and the way they kind of laugh at you a little bit like, Ay, pobrecito, tiene necesita ayuda. Ay, pobrecito. It's like, you, you wouldn't do that to another grown-ass man That's who's true. sighted and who's walking next to you at the mall. So why do you feel like you need to do it to me? And I think that's the biggest thing. But, you know, they come from pain. 
you know, Latin communities, our ancestors, they came from pain. They came from hard work. They came from, like, they, they weren't used to any of this shit. Yeah. So sometimes, and all this is learned, so sometimes you have to take a step back, too, and realize, like, they're, they're coming from a place where they truly, truly did not understand. They weren't exposed to this. Mm-hmm. They weren't, like, like, other countries, Latin countries, and you know this, like, they're not open to disabilities like the U.S. is. Yeah. They're just not. They're not experienced with it. They don't really know how to, you know, I had a homie who, He's a Puerto Rican dude from the Bronx originally. He lives in, in Pennsylvania. He was able to get a whole Spanish version of a screen reader we used to hook up this man who went blind in the Dominican Republic. And it's all in Spanish. And he made sure that it was a fully licensed copy for him so that he could use it. Uh-huh. And that's the type of stuff that, that I love. It's like opening those doors for people in these countries who would never, never know. But in New Jersey, I grew up with my Puerto Ricans and my Dominicans and my and my Colombians and my Peruvians. Mm. And it was a... Food. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, bro. And it was a lovely experience because a lot of them did respect me. A lot yeah. of them, like, saw who I was. I had two sides in the high school. I always say this. I had two sides. One's, uh, one side thought I was an asshole. The other side thought I was extremely talented because I sing mm. and I play keys and I rap. And Oh, you sing, bro? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, we're about to do a collab right here. All right, we're gonna do re mi fa sol la ti do. You know, it's so funny because a lot of people on radio just know me for radio. No, they but don't you know have the voice. They don't like know you, that I I sing out here. Okay, well, funny enough, uh, and sorry to sidetrack a little bit, yeah. but they always say que un uh, uh, radio host es un cantante frustrado. Like we mm, always want to. That's sing. so real, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> because we always yeah. try to sing over the songs. That's true. <laughs> And we're always like, we're hoping our big break comes in. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I tried man. to do that. And then my my co-host, or she's the actual host. I'm the co-host. Yeah. The sidekick, whatnot. She's an actual singer. And yeah. she's like, uh, stop. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't and do I'm that. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, bro. in a funny way. I love yeah, her. Of course. Of yeah. course. Always a good time. But that's funny that, that, that you also, but you actually sing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to put it to a test. You want to do it right now? I'm down. What what do you like to sing? Well, I mean, I love everything, man. I love everything from, you know, uh, you know, you said you were with Mark Anthony. Yeah. I love Mark. I love Stevie Wonder. I love, uh, I just, I love a lot of R&B stuff just because I get to really have some fun. Obviously you're Puerto Rican, but some bad bunny. I, I, that's a tough one for me. Oh, I really? can't stand Bad Bunny. You're lying. I'm one of those. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm one dude. of those. Okay. I'm stopping. I'll do a little something for I'm you recording. though. I'll do a little something for you. I, I, I have a, uh, I have one point on Bad Bunny right now that we'll get to, but yeah, let, go for it. I'm going to let you do, uh, pick let's, a song. <laughs> let's go. Uh, All I do Ooh. is think about you. All I do. Is think about you. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Okay. On the spot, a little nervousness, but so let's get into the topic of Bad Bunny because I understand and I can see why people don't like his music. But mm-hmm. I want to know your point, then I'm going to give you mine. Sure. I I think um so. It's so funny being only 29 but feeling like an old dinosaur sometimes, okay. right? Because I. Came up on the reggaeton 17 years ago, 
Yeah. I came up on the on the Wisin and Yandel. I came up on the on the Rakimik and Wise. I came up on the Plambez. I came Oof. up on the on the Daddy you know Yankee. the Daddy Yankees and the and the uh, uh, you know Joely Randy and and you know what I mean. Like I came up on on that kind of stuff, and so. I'm I'm a little angry and old now. And and I hear these Crap. guys today and I feel like once you've heard one song, you've heard them all. Mm. Now, so it's only the music factor. I appreciate what Bad Bunny is doing as as a Puerto Rican and for his for for his people. That warms my heart because we needed that. Yeah. We needed that. I feel like I feel like the Puerto Rican, I feel like the Boricuas were missing out on that. Yeah. And I feel like it was a detriment to who we were. And so I I appreciate his successes because it really is showing that we could do it, bro. Yeah. Like there's nothing holding us back, bro. Like and it's and it's awesome that you have uh, the best of both worlds because I feel like Colombia was also one of those countries that was being misrepresented in the media by just like cartels and drugs. And then here comes J Balvin. Though, well, yeah, but we already had Shakira and we already had Juanes. And though they tried and they helped out the community, it wasn't until J Balvin, Balvin Maluma, came, uh, Maluma, and yeah. Carol G were like. Yo, we want to. We're gonna break grounds. Yeah, we're gonna break grounds here. Yeah. So, people. so I, again, I was gonna mention that that I do appreciate that about Bad Money. There are some songs, and then I'm gonna say this new this new um, album, Titi me preguntó. I'm sorry, I am all about that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. It's I'll, different. I'll listen to Bad Bunny though over Osuna. Oh yeah, I will tell you that. I, I, I or, if you've or heard Anuel, I'm sorry, Anuel, But if you've heard one Osuna song, uh -huh. you've heard yeah. them. All. Yes. I mean, there's nothing exciting about that guy. <laughs> I really, though, for reggaeton today, I love the ladies. I love Becky G. I yes. love uh, Karol G. I love, uh, uh, what's her, Anita. Anita. I love Emilia. I love uh, uh, Nati Natasha. Yes, Maria Becerra. Like, I love the ladies. I feel like the ladies are it's just, killing shit right I, now, I think they're, we're also in a, in a time where, like, the future is female women empowerment that you see it within the reggaeton community and you don't see it like the hip hop community that they're bashing each other. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're, we're not about that. They're collaborating yeah. and like, they're really, really giving each other space to shine. And I, I just love that so much. You could tell like, um, you know, that the latest song with the uh, Nati and Becky G yeah. went viral in the last year and like it went huge. And yeah. it made it even to Top 40 Radio. I do Top 40 Radio for a station in Florida, and we were playing it. Yeah. And I haven't seen a reggaeton song, obviously, since Despacito. But before that, God, I can't remember the last time a reggaeton song was on the radio. Dang. And I think the last time was, I think, Rompe. Oh, my God. You know, God, Daddy Yankee in, like, 2005. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, uh, it's really special. It's really special that we're back here. No, I, I agree. I think we're moving towards the right direction. And I also see so much collaboration that I appreciate that the Colombianos, Puerto Ricans with uh, with Mexican regional oh, artists, you know, like that. we have Camilo from Co Colombia, Colombia yeah. and then we got Grupo Firme. They just released a song uh, last night. <laughs> you know, and then obviously Maluma with Grupo Firme, all these, and I'm like, yes, this is like a child's this dream. Is what we you want, know, bro. when we had crossovers in cartoons, when we used to watch mm -hmm. them and be like, yo, what we the can, hell? We gotta make this shit happen. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted a crossover between Pokemon and Digimon. That never <laughs> happened, it. but this at is 
is kind of like it. This yeah, is close to it. Yeah, but we got different genres <laughs> meshing with each other, which we appreciate. Yeah, man. We needed it, bro. Yeah. We needed it. And, you know, I hope we get to a point where we really enjoy making salsa again because I feel I like as that. much as we have our classics, we have our classics. But every time you go to a Spanish party, we're playing the same shit. Yeah. And, you know, that's not to say that we don't enjoy those songs, but uh, I want to hear some new salsa. I, I want to hear... hear Victor Manuel. Yeah, like I want to hear... <laughs> Who is the 2020s iteration of Iberto Santa Rosa? Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what was the what was the other guy? It's like the guy, one of my favorite salseros of all time. And it's just his his voice is amazing. He was like a little mark. It was oh. Huey Dunbar. Oh, he was know. part of DLG mm. in the late 90s. DLG had that song, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, no me de preguntes de salsa, hermano, porque no sé. Man, I forgot the name of that song. Um, but, you know, I love salsa so much. And then, of course, I grew up around a lot of Dominicans, so I had so much exposure to merengue. Yeah, to me. And I had so much exposure to bachata. And then it wasn't until I was starting to date your women uh -huh. that <laughs> I... Mexican <laughs> women? <laughs> I was like, bro, you were dating my women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, Mexican women. Oh, dude, and beautiful. you know that's when I started really learning about the the regional Mexican music, mm -hmm. and I like really getting acquainted with who was who, bro. Yeah. And you know, like it just happened, like actually a couple years before uh, Jenny Rivera died. And I remember when that story broke, and I remember seeing it go viral on social media, and I was like. Damn, I'm really glad I knew that I, kn I knew of her and I knew yeah. of her music before yeah. she passed because I wouldn't want to be one of these guys like, oh, rest in peace to such a legend, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I never knew not one song yeah. of hers, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, it's it's um it's really cool. Oh, dude, you know what? It's it's awesome to be able to talk about music, radio life with somebody as talented and as amazing and inspiring <laughs> as you. Thank you, bro. I did want to ask for the people who are listening and viewing on YouTube, yeah. um, what advice would would you have to a parent that has a child with disabilities let your child be a child at, mm. and don't let fear ruin your child's future don't let your fear yeah because that fear is not they don't have that fear they don't know what to be afraid about if they just let to if they just are let to live life trial and error then they're going to have so much exposure to how the world works. Wow. I will tell you this, and I'll leave you with this, and I, I've talked about it many a time. I talked to my mom at 13 years old because I was upset. We had a little bodega at the, at the, at the corner of our house. It was about four houses away. Mm. Now, you didn't have to cross any streets. Nothing would happen. But they would never let me go. My brother... Bodega would be a store. Like, like a store, like a little cool. co convenience yeah. store. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we call them in the East Coast. Yeah. We go Bodegas. And so my brother, who's two years younger than me, you know, I was t 12, he was 10. They would send him to the store, but they wouldn't send me. And I would get, like, I would be annoyed. I'm like, I'm the older brother. Why aren't you sending me? But I knew it's because I was blind. So I'll tell you this, brother. I sat my mom down. And this is indicative to who my mom is because she gave me the opportunity to feel comfortable enough to come to her. And still to this day, I love my mother. We have such a great relationship and I mean, she's my number one. I love that woman with all my heart. And so at 13 years old, I was able to sit down with my mom and be honest and be like, hey, Ma, you're going to die wow. when, I, when I get older and I'm not going to know how to do shit. 
And I'm not going to know how to do laundry. I'm not going to know how to do all these things. And I need to know what life is like. And so, like, not letting me go to the store is not cool. I said that at 13. You ready, ready for the next bit? What did you say? Or what did she say? How would she react? I traveled Where'd at you? 14. <laughs> what the year To meet later. a girl. <laughs> Oh in Kentucky. <laughs> Trust me. No, bro, I, I traveled to Spain. So we're on the same boat. I'm glad. <laughs> so, you know, it, and then I just started traveling and I loved it. And, you know, by 21, I left to Denver. I lived in Denver. I lived in Washington State, right outside of Seattle. I've stayed some time in Missouri. Now I live in Indianapolis. And I have just tried to go everywhere, soak up life. And and go from there. Yeah, wow. Amazing. Amazing and so inspiring. Danny. Thank you, brother. Hey, no. man. Uh, love you, man. Thank you so <laughs> no. much for having me, brother. I, That's amazing. No, I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity to like invite people. I don't know if they can. 1,000%. Yeah. Follow me all over social media. Where, 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 where? At Romero know. on air. Romero on air. R-O-M-E-R-O. And, uh, you know... Just check out check out my stuff on Instagram. Check out my stuff on Twitter. I have a lot of people who gave me some great ideas about what wow. I need to be doing going forward. So please keep a lookout for a podcast where I'm going to be interviewing major radio personalities, yes. uh, major names in the business. Uh, that's something I've wanted to do for the last nine years. Uh, and then, of course... People have been going crazy about my voice here at, yeah, at the convention. Have. And so I had a very big radio personality, syndicated uh, show host, una mexicana. mexicana. Tell me. Arriba las yes, bro. Tell Hermosa. me. Uh, just so beautiful. I love you, Mexican women. You make me so happy. <laughs> oh. but, uh, but, you know, I just want to say uh, they inspired me to go ahead and move forward with a TikTok channel where I'll just be letting people into me doing breaks uh, so that they can hear my voice. And uh, that's something I'm definitely going to be working on. So uh, you'll be hearing me. Uh, it'll be so much fun. And just follow me, Romero on air, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, and I also have a YouTube channel where I post up mashups. I do. Uh, I show how I play audio games. There's audio games for the that's blind. Awesome. And so if you've ever wanted to know how we play some video games, come through there i'll show you some stuff uh and also do i also do tutorials on how i do radio imaging so that people know how i work my recording software too awesome. so i just want people to understand like there are people who love this business and love this industry and if there's one piece of advice i could give that i could pass on from somebody if there's something that you love do it like you're making a million dollars for it and It'll pay off. It'll show people will really, really believe in what you're doing if you put that type of work in it, even if you're not getting a cent. Damn. The mentality is real. I think I have a soundbite. Hold <laughs> up. Oh, well, is it here? Nope. Uh, not nah, bro. It was supposed to be a clap. <laughs> it was supposed to be a clap. <laughs> it was like a standing ovation. All right. So I want to go ahead and do one last thing ya para despedirnos. Porque pues hemos estado hablando en inglés. Sí. But obviously we are Latinos también. Sí, sí, sí. And I want to hear that radio voice in Spanish. Bueno, búscame en línea. Romero on air. Por Twitter, TikTok y el Instagram. Y bueno, 
Llámame, se, se, yeah. mándame un mensaje, mujeres, ya tú sabes cómo está la vaina. I love it. All right, Romero, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys Thank so you, much. brother. No, thank you, and thank you guys for sticking around on Echale Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, we on all that. And Romero, una vez más, gracias, hermano. Echale. So. <laughs> All right. My brother, thank you so much. Man. No, that was amazing.